During hard times, it can get really difficult if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to. Being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling that can allow negativity to really consume you. For so much of my life, I felt like my mental health was a burden. But when I started going to therapy, everything changed. And that's why the Sunrise Room is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapists network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. Join the 3 million-plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Go to betterhelp.com slash sunrise room for 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp.com slash sunrise room for 10% off your first month of therapy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sunrise Room. I'm your host, Maddie, and it's been a minute since we've recorded uh, November 30th, to be exact, and I'm already out of breath, I swear to God, and it's just, uh, it got a little crazy. I released a book, and that was all-consuming, and Honestly, one of the best experiences I've ever had. I self-published. It's available in Barnes & Noble if you want to check it out. It's a book of poetry, um, and it's a three-part series. So this is the first of the three, obviously, and it's called Something About Us. It's um, pretty much just a compilation of love poems, different relationships, different perspectives. Uh, There's some love letters in there that I'll never send, and it's just very personal. It's pretty much I just published my diary um but I had a lot of fun putting it together and it felt really good releasing it you know and having people read it and getting the reviews on that so it was fun um and that's all thanks to my very good friend Sean uh he and I met over the summer and we just talked about books and publishing and all these things and he published a book and then I published a book and it was just very cool that we were both involved in that process together and helped each other and got resources together and just all these things. So thank you, Sean. Um, I probably wouldn't have published it if I hadn't met you. So thank you. And uh, it was just, it's always been a dream of mine. My favorite author was published at 19 and I am 19. So it's been a lifelong dream of mine. Um, Ever since I read, you know, The Outsiders in eighth grade, uh, S.E. Hinton was published at 19, and that number stuck with me for some reason, and I probably rushed the book a little bit, but I think it's perfect in its imperfections and its honesty and just openness, and I really love it. I'm really proud of it. Um, I definitely feel like I'm going to look back in a few years and just regret that I rushed through it or I didn't, you know, evolve a poem or I didn't edit it enough or whatever. But right now, to me, it's perfect in its existence. And I'm just really grateful that I got to produce it. Um, and so, yeah, the book is out there. Um, I've just been hanging out. I'm back in school. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk about where the podcast is heading this year and how different it's going to be from the last year. So the last year when I started the podcast in 2022, it has officially been around for a year. Um, I actually released my book on the day I started the podcast last year. So like this day is very important for me. Every year I'm just going to release something new. Um, 
And I just had no intentions other than helping people and talking about mental health and what I've learned because I feel like I've learned a lot. And I think I give pretty good advice um, when not my friends need it. So I thought like having a resource for all of my friends would be kind of cool. And then it just kind of escalated into other people really liking what I had to say and needing advice and talking to me and DMing me and all these things. So it just became a little kind of outlet for me to just talk about things that I've learned and things that I'm working on. And I feel like everyone needs a little bit of help with their mental health just because it's not taught. And um, I released episodes weekly and then I would get consumed with school or I went to Europe for a few weeks or I published a book. So I'm kind of going to scale back on the amount of episodes that are released. I'm going to try to do one a month. I feel like that's a lot less because Season one has like 24 episodes and that's already going to be cut in half just based off of the rest of season two. So season one is out fully completed and then season two is what we are in the middle of right now. And that's going to wrap up in 2022 with 12 episodes. So it's going to be a lot less content, but there is already a lot of existing content that you can go back and listen to. Um, I just hope that this helps me be consistent so I can work on my internship and my job and hopefully work on other things while still giving adequate attention to my favorite platform and medium. So that's kind of where we're at with the pod, but I love it. You know, I think it's fun and helpful to the people who need it and who want to listen. And I've been meeting a ton of people on TikTok and Instagram who've connected, you know, each other with podcasts. And there's another app that I'm on now called Wisdom. So that's been a really cool place to meet people as well. So it's just kind of like a way for me to connect and help others and learn for myself and then learn for you guys. So I freaking love it. I definitely think scaling back is going to be a good idea just so I can be a little bit more consistent. But other than that, yeah, that's pretty much all my updates. So let's get into today's episode. Okay, so today's episode is going to be pretty cheesy. It's just going to be a year in review and a year ahead. Um, And I feel like kind of the podcast is already a review, you know, of just learning and stuff. But I think looking back at a collective year is kind of crazy um, and a lot and overwhelming. So I'm going to try to break it up into little segments so it's not as overwhelming, but... I started doing this thing in 2021 where I would go into the year having just one overarching goal that could kind of impact every little area of my life, something that I felt was lacking or needed, you know, extra emphasis. And 2021 was fun. It was and it was a goal of mine to have the most fun and experience all the things that I never really let myself. And so I went out in college and I met new people and I went on a girl's trip and I just, I learned a line dance. And so I wanted to allow myself to actually have fun and take the pressure off of myself just because it was a very rigorous high school student. Um, And I didn't really let myself have any fun. And so I was miserable, but we've already talked about that in previous episodes. And so my goal was to just have fun. And I really did. I think I maximized the amount of fun I could have in that year. And so the next year, I wanted to focus on my creative outlets. You know, being an athlete for so long, I kind of toned down my other interests and didn't really let myself, you know, write or talk or do the other things that I was interested in or explore other like instruments or just that kind of thing. So 
this past year was a year for creativity and that's where the blog the pod and the book came into play i think it's kind of crazy that in a year um i allowed myself to really just try different things i love writing um so that's why the blog is in place it's called no reservations it's on my website uh that's just about single girl nightlife in los angeles and feminism and body image and you know, social life and just all any topic, anything goes on that platform. And the pod is much more mental health focused and a little bit more down to earth. Um, it's kind of like a good balance between something hippie and like sex lives of college girls and sex in the city and just kind of that vibe for no reservations. Um, and then I published a book and that was something I'd been dreaming about for forever and working on for years. And I'd had the title. I didn't actually use the title of the book that I'd been planning for years. I that's a different part of the uh, series, but that title I've had since 2016. Um, the something about has been an idea of mine for forever. So I just let myself try and fail. And I think I had a conversation again with my friend Sean, and we were talking about the failing stage. He's an artist as well. He's a photographer. Um, You should check out his magazine, The Unorthodox Magazine. Um, That's his book as well. And we talk about the failing stage and how we don't, how we we agree that we're both in it right now. You know, we're so, so small in the artist range that no one really knows who we are. No one knows our work, but we get to get better at it and work on it and watch ourselves grow bit by bit. And that's, you know, this is failing. And I I think for the first time in my life, failing didn't scare me because it didn't, it was the first time failing ever meant, you know, I could keep going. Normally I associate failure with end or just stopping or incomplete or whatever, just because of sports, like, you know, when you lose, it's over. Um, But with this, it was kind of like, oh, I can continue to fail every day. And it's not something I'm afraid of. It's, you know, I can look around and be like, wow, this is failing and I love it. I'm starting, I'm learning, I'm new. Failure is essentially like the starting point. You know what I mean? Like you're starting at the bottom. Um, and essentially people can consider that failure when you're starting from the bottom. But I love it. I think it's fun to figure out what works and what doesn't. I think with the pod, I've struggled really significantly with consistency and you know, just content that really reaches a wide range of audiences. So I'm playing around with that and I'm working on some other things and hoping to get more sponsors and you know landing better help last year was crazy and keen and anchor and so all these things so failure for me has been you know success on a really small scale and that's fine and i love it and that was never my intention for it to be overwhelmingly successful it was just going to be a resource for the people who needed it and then i got in contact with even better resources for you guys like better help which is awesome i use better help i love it and therapy is just super important. And I definitely want to have one of the 12 episodes this year be about therapy um, in its entirety because it's essential for human function. And I just am very keen on therapy for everyone. But I wanted this year, this past year, to be really creative. And it really benefited me because now it's how I am in touch with the world, you know, declaring my major as a film major and working on other pieces and scripts and screenplays and all these things. It's just enacted a different part of my brain that was always present, but never fully, you know, motivated. So it was a really good year. Um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about the publishing industry, about the podcasting industry, 
blogging I still haven't even figured out I'm so confused by it but it doesn't matter because I love writing and I think people's reactions to the posts and communal discussions are just so much more important than if it's you know well received by big companies or whatnot it's just kind of like I'm writing for our age you know so I don't really see the point in just harping on success and fame and all that stuff because it's impacting the people that I want it to so like that's success to me but I think failure is just the starting point you know and that's fine I think mastering being okay with failure is probably one of the best things that came out of this year for me I think you know with the failure thing too um, I learned a lot from the people around me and that was essential for 2022 was who I was surrounded by Um, and that's always you know played a huge factor in my mental health I was very aware of that in high school so I think I learned that skill really easily of just like maximizing my peace and really paying attention to how people made me feel um and so I think I ended the year with a really good group of people by my side um I think I formed like one of my favorite friend groups ever and I just have healed some relationships and made some new friends and I'm working on that kind of awareness and stuff so that's just been a huge part of my evolving and learning and growing and all those things but the emphasis really was creative outlets and that was just a huge part of my happiness as well I never really let myself be creative in the sense that I did with athletics you know it wasn't my life it wasn't anything I really paid attention to or researched or focused on um sports was all consuming and it was game tape and practices and training and tournaments and school season and stretching at home and doing stuff at home and eating well because of this and lifting because of this and it was just why I existed and why I moved and why I breathed and so when that went away of course I had endless time to figure out what I could possibly fill that void with and I was very happy to realize that I could lift in a healthier mindset than I ever had and read much more than I ever have before and explore my creative side and meet new people and figure out that I like certain things and join clubs and get an internship and get a new job and all these things. So it just opened up a lot of room for me um, when I let it. So I think I just figured out like I could try anything and do anything and that people are so concerned with how they look and what they're doing and they're not really paying attention to what you're doing because I don't pay attention to what other people are doing because I'm so focused on it making myself happy and what I'm doing aside from my friends of course but I think that was I had a conversation with someone recently about you know the gym and anxiety and stuff and I used to have horrible gym anxiety I would not go to the gym and then I just started to realize that everyone in the gym is so focused on what they look like and some people have never been in the gym before and it they're just like worried and anxious and I'm like I know how that feels and so I just take the pressure off by not looking at anyone else and just focusing on myself and having fun and enjoying my time in there this actually was so funny so the other day I went into the gym and I made room for this girl on the mat and I like was stretching against the wall and I'm like done and then she comes over to me and she's like you have hand sanitizer on your like pants and I was like what and she said that I stretched and activated the hand sanitizer and it like landed like the foaming, not the liquid, like the foam hand sanitizer was all over my butt. And she was like, you have hand sanitizer on your butt. And I was like, oh my God. 
this was the first time I'd ever and you know it was actually so funny because she was so kind and I just wiped off I was like girl thank you I appreciate that that was so kind but I even then I was just like not even that embarrassed it was actually so much funnier because I got to talk to her and like laugh about it and whatever but that's like it shit happens you know what I mean like you sometimes you look stupid sometimes I can't figure out how to move a chair in the gym or the weight is too heavy and I'm like ashamed as I move down but it's like whatever you know people are so consumed with themselves and it's just I figured like once I tuned into myself and wanted and did what I wanted to do I could do anything I could publish a book I could start a podcast I could lift with a really healthy mindset for the first time I could figure out how to cook and travel and I just allowed myself to have fun and maximize opportunities and let my creative side shine. And 2022 was the best year I've ever lived indefinitely. Um, I don't have any regrets from the year. I don't have any, you know, things I wish I'd done or things I wish I'd done differently. I definitely have learned some things how I would approach a situation differently, which is human and normal. And that's fine. I'm not perfect. But I think I did the most with the year that I've ever done with any year before and it made me really happy. And so for this year, my goals are very much in alignment with taking care of myself in different ways. Um, I have a little vision board of things that I am going to be prioritizing this year. So, you know, the prior years it was fun and then it was creativity. And this year I kind of just want to focus on nourishment. in the sense that I'm nourishing all of the things that are important to me. So like deeper relationships, good health, rest and recharge, expanding my knowledge, exploring new places, um, some success in the business area. And there's a certain like company I really want to work with this year and become partners with. So I'm going to keep that, you know, on my vision board in the center of it because I really want that to happen. But I really want to focus on those like the small details you know I like achieved the big things I like went to Europe and published a book and did all the crazy things and now I'm like I want to have really good healthy stable relationships in my life I want to wake up every day and take care of myself first thing and wash my face and brush my teeth and go to the gym and get some sun and read a good book and learn in school and try really hard and you know reconnect with that side of myself and just the simpler things because I think those are really overlooked. I think last year too, this was really um, interesting because I kind of, you know, in a year you kind of lose yourself a little bit. And so at the pod, I was just, there's this company I really wanted to work with. um, And I got kind of obsessed with it. And I hadn't realized, you know, that I'd only been live for five months. And that's kind of a ridiculous goal, you know, because we see people like Emma Chamberlain and other people just skyrocket to success when in actuality, you know, they've been working at their craft for five years. We just hadn't known them until they skyrocketed. I personally had been watching her since 2016. So like I knew that it was a grind and I forgot, you know, because her success appeared to be instantaneous for those who hadn't known her. But um, that's again with the failure thing, I need perspective. Like, oh my gosh, I've only been doing this for five months. And then I took a month off to go to Europe and then I didn't post an episode this week. It's like, I haven't found a groove yet to get that goal. You know, people always say you need to act like the person you want to become now. And I was just wanting to become that person, but I wasn't acting like them. You know, I didn't have the assets to really make that happen. And I think people kind of get like lost in the manifestation thing too, where I noticed like I learned a lot about manifestation in one of my jobs that I had and with my sister and books and my friends and I are really like in tune with that kind of stuff. And 
I just got so focused on the goals that I didn't make achieving that goal possible. You know, I got so wrapped up in I want this company, I want this company, but I didn't have the assets for it, you know, and it's just true. I needed to let myself be that person that would inevitably get that role. Um, And with the pod too, I need to have consistency and episodes and a following and an audience that really responds to the content before I can achieve that dream of working with this company that I think will maximize the amount of people that are helped by the content. And that's just a really humble reminder that like that, this is what failure looks like and it's fine. It's just the beginning, you know? Um, Emma Chamberlain, it was six years of content, really, 2016, before she really blew up, you know? And I think we just kind of see success as instantaneous or like celebrities just get big all of a sudden. But it's like with Wednesday, you know, Jenna Ortega and that kind of thing, her whole like obsession is like she's been working in the industry for a while. You know, it wasn't just, oh, she just did Wednesday. She's famous. But that's like what TikTok shows and what Instagram shows and all these things. But there's so much behind the scenes that we don't see. And I'm in the behind the scenes period right now. And that's fine. I love it. I just need to remind myself that I have to build up to what I want. And it can't just happen overnight. And it's honestly been really great. Um, I've been doing a lot of research and listening to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I love Girls Gotta Eat. I love David Spade and his partner. Oh, gosh, I always forget his name. Uh, Dana Carter. Dana Carvey. Oh, I always forget, but it's fine. Um, it's Fly on the Wall. Um, and then the New Girl podcast and the Women's World podcast. Um But that's, again, like they've already had their careers, which is why their podcasts are so successful. So it's just like perspective is super important when you have a goal and you have to be okay with working hard. And I am okay with working hard, but I also just get wrapped up in the, I want this certain thing, but you got to get there by building up first and putting in the work and learning and researching and mastering the craft. And I think that's honestly my favorite part. So I don't really know why I'm trying to rush to get to the goal because I like the learning curve. That's my, my shit. That's my jam is figuring out how to get there. Um, but I think this year is going to be a good one. It's pretty pretty good right now. Um, a little slow, but that's fine. I just read a few books that I loved. The last year I read some books that I definitely wanted to talk about. Um, the French Art of Not Trying Too Hard is one of the best books I've ever read. I read it when I was in France. I picked it up in a little bookshop. Um, that book was fantastic. It's a good mix of like culture and philosophy and lifestyle and it's very modern uh, so there's nothing too complex about it but I really enjoyed it I read why men love bitches that book was fantastic um buy yourself the fucking lilies you are a badass I read a lot of self-help books and then I read a lot of like YA books uh the do-over um 99 days today tonight and tomorrow I read all of Jenny Han's books again. I'm just kind of all over the place. I read this really good play by August Wilson um, that someone recommended to me. That was fantastic. Read my first James Baldwin novel, If Beale Street Could Talk. That was a masterpiece. (laughs) He's fantastic. Uh, I read a lot all over the place this year, um, but this year I'm hoping to read more. It's just delectable. I absolutely love reading. And so rediscovering that love has been really great, uh, but I had to take a long break from it. it. Has you do with everything. It's a muscle. You know, I, there aren't going to be months where I'm reading, you know, 10 books a month. I'm going to read like one or nothing and it goes in and out and that's fine. Sometimes I have to put a book down. Sometimes I need to burn a book if it's terrible or whatever. I'm not actually going to burn a book, but um, my next book that I'm going to be reading, I've been trying to read it 
but I keep forgetting about it because I'm reading other things. Uh, Normal People. I need to read that. I have a book about Casablanca that I really want to read. Um, All About Love, Bell Hooks, um, Matthew Perry's biography I just got for Christmas. Um, yeah, I have some good things on my list, but um, I just, I encourage you to reflect on the past year because there's a lot of stuff that happened last year that you could really reflect on and different I always kind of go by the season because that kind of helps my brain if I go like breaking it up by season rather than month just because the months kind of get lost to me or they blend together. But if I go by season, I can kind of grasp all that I went through and all that I learned and the things I want to change and work on. So it's pretty much where we're at right now. Um, Definitely want to travel a little bit more. Um, Europe was great. I don't know if I could do that again this year just because I want to have a job in LA and work on some things with that. And my emphasis really this year is going to be school uh, just because I've kind of rediscovered my love for it, which I haven't had since COVID. So I'm kind of excited to be back in my nerd groove with like handwritten notes and flashcards. That was my jam. Once thing got, once everything got like technology-based. I just kind of got a lot of, I get a lot of anxiety from technology and being on my phone all day and my laptop. So I'm a, unfortunately, a handwritten gal. Uh, so that once I realized that again, with COVID, I was like, oh, I can actually like take handwritten notes. I don't need to be like on Zoom now. So that's been a really good thing to rediscover. Um, I just went to Hawaii. I'm like completely going backwards in my plan for this episode. I'm trying to think of other things that I did that I that helped 2022 just tie into a nice little bow. Oh, I watched um Everything Everywhere all at once. That was fantastic. Oh my god. I recommend that to everyone. It's brilliant. It's so good. She's fantastic. Oh my gosh, her speech was just oh, oh my gosh, so good. Um yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. We're going to hopefully have a more concrete episode for february uh this is going to be released at the end of january unfortunately but that's fine um so yeah we're going to be doing a month based episode release kind of vibe and i totally am like out of it now i totally just like talked about this episode and i'm like okay my brain's totally out i was hoping for it to be a little bit longer but honestly that's fine (laughs) i don't know what you guys prefer really the episode watch kind of basis is varies depending on the content so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i would love to hear what you would like to see in the future um i have a loose plan of some topics that people have brought up to me at school and dm'd me so i'm just going off of that um but i hope you guys are doing well i hope everything is going well if you have any questions comments concerns you know how to reach me at the sunrise room underscore on instagram and at the sunrise room on twitter I don't use the Twitter very often because I don't know how to use it. So DM is probably better on Instagram. Um, And take care of yourselves. Set some intentions. Figure out what your goal is for this year. It can be a word. It can be a vibe. I always go for balance. Every year it's balance, but with like an emphasis on like fun or creativity, that kind of thing. Now it's nourishment. So balance and nourishment are my vibe for 2023. So I hope you are able to take care of yourselves this week, today, and tomorrow. Honestly, it's the best thing you can do for yourselves. And I will see you guys next month. Have a great rest of your day. 
review the podcast, rate it, share it, and I'll hear from you guys soon. So have a good rest of your day and thank you again for listening. For those of you who are just as interested as I am in astrology and tarot readings, I am very proud to announce today's sponsor of this episode is Keen, an online tarot and astrology service. Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers, and all you have to do is create an account and you'll be able to choose from the hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation, and you can choose whichever reader suits you best, and you'll be able to connect via phone or text. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. So go to trykeen.com slash the sunrise room or click the link in my description to save big on your first reading.